If you will go with me to Isaiah 53. I am going to share. I had a conversation with somebody not long back. Somebody that's very dear to me. And they were, we were talking about the things of God. And then they said, Kathy, I've got some regrets. I got some regrets. And regrets. And he, and he said, I don't know how to handle them. And in our conversation, I was able to show him what to do with his regret. And it is here in Isaiah 53. Thank God. And like I shared the last time I spoke, our God is our father. He is a father. He is a loving, full of compassion, merciful, gracious father, if you will let him be. So in Isaiah 53, it is a marvelous verse here. It says, all we like sheep have gone astray. This is Jesus on the cross. And it says, all, you see that word all? All, you're included in the word all. It said, all we like sheep have gone astray. You know what that word astray means? It means error. It means error. I messed up. I messed up royally. I messed up big time. Big error. Does not necessarily mean sin, but it's an error. An error. It says, but all we like sheep have gone astray. We've all erred. We've all had regrets, things we wished we hadn't have done. And it says, we have turned everyone to his own way. Do you see what happens when what a regret is? We didn't do it God's way. You know, when you obey God, there's no regret. When you do the will of God, there is a peace in your heart and there is no regret. But when we don't do things by the Spirit of God, then we get regrets. And here it says, because we have gone our own way, because we wanted to turn everyone to his own way, we have regrets, we have errors. And this is a marvelous verse, and the Lord, and God, and God. What did he do with those errors? What did he do with the things that we regret? It says, and the Lord has laid on Jesus the iniquity of us all. Now, that word iniquity, it means perversity. But you know what else it means? It means guilt. It means guilt. If there is anything that comes with regret, regret is guilt. And this person had a lot of guilt. He had a lot of regret of the way he handled things in the past. And it was a marvelous thing to read this to him, to tell him of it, that Jesus bore that guilt. He bore that regret. He bore it. It says, all we, we like sheep have gone astray. We've turned everyone to our own way. We did it the way we wanted to, and now we regret it. And what happens? The Lord laid on Jesus the iniquity, the perversity, the guilt of us all. Of us all. That's a loving God. And what I told him was, get that regret on the cross where it belongs. Get it on the cross where it belongs. Now, you know the wonderful thing about God. Turn with me to Luke 15. We're going to look at two verses, verse 7. This is the God we serve. And it says, Jesus speaking, he said, I say unto you that likewise. And this is talking about um, 
Let's, let's, let's go back down to verse 4. It says, What man of you having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, and does not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness, and go after the one that is lost, until he find it? And when he has found it, he layeth it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he cometh home, he calleth, you know, this little sheep wandered off in its own way. Did what it wanted to do, wandered off. And he goes and gets it. Why? Because it's his sheep. He goes and gets it. And he says, and when he cometh home, he calleth together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep, which was lost, which went his own way. And look at seven. I say unto you that likewise, likewise, joy, joy. I have so many regrets. Joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth, more than ninety and nine just persons which needeth no repentance. I have so many regrets. Get them on the cross. That's where they belong. That's where they belong. And you know what happens when you have put them on the cross? It says there's joy in heaven over one sinner that repenteth. Okay, now go with me to verse 18. This is talking about the wayward son. And the wayward son really messed up. Really messed up. He screwed up his dad's money. He screwed up his dad's reputation. He screwed up his inheritance. He messed with the whole family. Now he's starving. And it says, verse 18, I will rise and go to my father and say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. And I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And look, when he rose, when he decided to go, get it finished, go to his father. He said he came to his father, his father, a father. He came to his father. You know who Jesus is describing here? Your heavenly father. He said, and he rose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great while off, his father saw him coming and had compassion and ran and ran to him. Ran to him. I have some regrets. Ran to him. It says, and fell on his neck and kissed him. And said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and none were worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, Bring hither the best robe and put it on him. And bring a, put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. And bring hither the fatted calf and kill it. And let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And he began to be merry. Now what I want to continue with this is to go the step further we serve a God that not only is merciful gracious long-suffering full of compassion is love he also is the almighty he also is the almighty and if you go to him in faith do you know he can fix that situation he can fix it I have two examples one is a small one to me I had said some things to a person that I should not have said. Boy, did I regret it. Boy, did I regret it. And it bothered me for a while. And I wanted to go to the person and I wanted to get it fixed. But you know what? The person wouldn't talk to me. I couldn't. I, I tried to text them. They wouldn't answer me back. I tried calling them. They wouldn't answer me back. They wanted nothing to do with me. So I went to the father and I said, you can fix this. I regret it. You can fix it. Do you know he set up a situation 
or the person had to talk to me, they had no choice. And when I got that person on the phone, I said, now I have something I need to tell you. And I did. And I asked their forgiveness. And they said they gave it to me. And you know what? I went to sleep that night without any more regrets. And there is another one, and it's one of my favorite testimonies, and it has to do with Doyle. Ralph Edge had a situation where he hadn't seen his father in years. And he came here to work at Water of Life. And Doyle spoke to him one day, and he said, Ralph, God is going to restore the relationship with your dad. There was some issues there between them. And they hadn't seen each other for years. But we serve not only a compassionate God and a God that is love. We serve the Almighty. And he can fix things. Even when people don't want them fixed. And God intervened. Prophet spoke. Ralph was a manager at a grocery store. And he was working one day. And uh, one of his employees came and he said, There's a man down at the register asking to speak to you. And Ralph looked through the, the one-way glass, and he saw the man, didn't recognize him, but the Spirit of God said, that's your dad. That's your dad. All the regrets were handled. All the regrets were taken away. And Ralph's relationship with his real dad was restored. And Ralph got to see that man go to heaven. That is the God we serve. And if we do any music at the end here, this is a chance. The God that we serve, the God full of compassion, the God full of love, the God that put all your guilt on the cross. One more verse. Go with me to, um, let's see, I think it's, yeah, go with me to John 8. It says, I'm going to go, let's, let's start at the beginning. And early in the morning, Jesus came in the temple, verse 2, and all the people came into him and sat down and taught him. The scribes and the Pharisees brought in him a woman taken in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they said in their master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what say you? Then they said, tempting him, that they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. And as it said, so they continued asking him. He lifted up himself and said, he that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. And again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. Now, I've had people say, well, he was writing all the sins of the people looking at him. No, this next verse tells you exactly what happened. It said, and when they heard it, being convicted by their own conscience... Their own conscience, if you don't think the Spirit of God, if you don't think the Spirit of God can convict you, you've never been under the conviction of the Holy Ghost. It says, convicted by their own conscience, went out one by one, beginning at the eldest and even unto the last. And Jesus was left alone and the woman standing in the midst. And when Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman, he said, woman, where are thine accusers? Has no man condemned thee? And she said, no man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, neither do I condemn thee. Neither do I condemn thee. Why did Jesus not condemn her? 
because it wasn't going to be very long that he carried her sin. It wasn't going to be very long he was going to bear her sin, her guilt, her regret. She probably regretted it by now. But Jesus knew he was going to carry it. You know what? Jesus carries your regrets. Get them on the cross. Get them on the cross. And don't just leave them there. Believe the one that can fix the condemnation. That can fix the, the, the regret. That can fix the breaks in relationships. God is able. There is nothing, nothing too hard for him. And every time I think about that, I think about the story about Ralph. Ralph had no even inkling to get that fixed, but God fixed it anyway. Thank God for our God. He is a God that nothing, nothing is impossible with him. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.